In a fast-moving digital world, what does it mean to be a sustainable business? And how does identity empower your business? Join me as I share a glimpse of our life at Spokio. Explore the minds of data industry leaders and dive deeper into relevant topics in the digital world. How did Spokio begin? So we started in uh, 2006. Uh, mm-hmm. At that time, uh, it seems like every other month, uh, there's a new social network that came out, um, got funded. Right. And we thought there's a unique opportunity to build a social network aggregator that kind of streamlines uh, people's digital lifestyle. Um, so at that time, uh, Facebook wasn't uh, the biggest social network and it wasn't dominating uh, the social landscape as uh it has in the past uh, decade. Uh, at that time, MySpace was the biggest and Friendster still the top three, if uh, you know, some of the listeners actually know what it is. Uh, so there was a unique opportunity to actually build something that dig- uh, that kind of streamlines and aggregates all these uh, disparate uh, social networks that people are using and uh, make their life a little bit simpler and better. Yeah, yeah. so what kind of information from uh, those accounts were you're trying to aggregate so at that time this idea of aggregator uh was uh, quite hot so at that time there's a aggregator for different uh, instant messenger softwares uh it was called trillion and for us it's basically a similar concept before so before social networks so you will aggregate things like uh, uh pictures right photos from your friends right or updates uh basically uh aggregated news feed from multiple social networks what were your intentions with Spokio initially? Yeah, so we wanted to basically connect people. Um, and uh, in 2006, this uh, infrastructure for connection wasn't there. And that was actually uh, Mark Zuckerberg's uh, basically vision as well, right, to connect people. And uh, actually the name Spokio, uh, other than the, the fact that it's free, uh, the reason why we pick uh, the name Spokio is because this concept of hub and spoke, Right. Basically, the concept of social connections. Um, and that's actually one of the original intent and uh, the mission of Spokio is just to connect people. How do you how did the product eventually evolve into what it is today? Yeah, so product has to change uh, because the product market fit, uh, you need to first find the product market fit and product market fit actually change over time. So originally, we started as a social network aggregator. And uh, we actually got uh, news uh, reports and reportings, and we thought we made it. And one of the things we yeah. learned is that uh, getting some links and mentions on newspaper articles is cool, but it actually doesn't sustain a business. So we had to uh, evolve and uh, make changes. And uh, the first change is we actually evolved from a social network aggregator to a social search engine. So it's actually the exact same technology, but instead of helping you as a user to aggregate your own content, is to actually help you find other people's social information. So that's the first evolution. And that's the first time we actually found the product market fit. And then afterwards, we expand from social search to people search engine. And then people search to people intelligence uh, service and uh, and. I think going forward, we're going to build a more comprehensive identity platform uh, that ca- um, continues to connect uh, millions of people around the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So how, how does that differentiate, uh, I guess, for our listeners that might be confused? How, do that, how does Spokio Services differentiate from uh, just regular social media where you can search for people, you can search for their information? 
What's the difference? Yeah, so I think the first value prop is that we search against multiple social networks and publicly available information. So that yes, in theory, these informations are publicly available, but uh, in practice, uh, people need to spend hours, if not tens of hours, right, to find all these information from disparate sources. And with Spokio, you can just do it in one click, and uh, within milliseconds, you get the results back. So that's the first one, and uh, the second one is that. Uh, some of these information uh, actually cannot be found on Google, right? So, for example, uh, court records, you know, and criminal records, those information are not f easily found on Google. So we actually uh, provide those information as well. And do the company look for outside funding to evolve? We did in the beginning, and uh, everyone turned us down, basically. Okay. Um, and then once we found the... Uh, product market fit and uh, achieve cash, uh, positive cash flow, uh, then we didn't really have the need to uh, uh, get additional outside funding. So long story short, we tried, uh, that didn't work. And then uh, nowadays uh, we, did, we don't really need it. So we're not against outside funding, it's more like uh, the unique trajectory and uh, the, the backgrounds of the company that we never got any outside funding. Do you think that experience has shaped the uh, culture of the company and the image of the company, though? Yeah, definitely. I think um, because the focus on finding product market fit and, and actually grow through your own cash flow has uh, made us think about sustainability a little bit more, right? Mm -hmm. Because when you get outside uh, investors, I think there are a lot of outside investors, not all, but a lot of outside investors, what they're looking for is to exit the business, right, within a certain time frame, whether it's right. four years or six years. So the time frame is uh, quite short. Um, and uh, when you are forced to really um, basically get cash flows from your own customers, then you're basically forced to build real value exchanges, right, between you, the service, and the customers. And that actually forces you to build a sustainable business model in order to continue to fund the company operations and keep the lights on. Yeah, yeah that's, that's incredible. Yeah. Um, and I guess, you know, I, we're talking about uh, finding and identifying a uh, customer market segment. Um, in your mind, who is uh, Spokio's customer? Yeah, we have a lot a lot of users and customers actually and uh, our market is quite unique it's what we call a long tail marketplace so there's many many different use cases but you can roughly uh, kind of cluster it into four groups uh, the first okay. group is consumer connectors uh, it's consumers looking to connect with other people whether it's to find their long-lost family and friends right or to help biological uh sorry adoptees find biological parents, right? That, those are consumer connectors. Or consumer verifiers, consumer protectors. Um, so a famous blogger once said, right, Spokio before you date. So dating research and dating verification is uh, one uh, use case as well. And the third type is the business uh, connectors, right? So uh, marketers or real estate uh, professionals trying to f prospect uh, leads and potential sellers. And lastly is the uh, business enterprise uh, protectors and verifiers. So uh, things like e-commerce fraud prevention, right? A lot of e-commerce companies uh, use service like Spokio to make sure that their customers are not fraudsters. So those are the major, major use cases. But long story short, there's many, many different kind of use cases, but those are the top four clusters. Yeah. Okay.
Yeah, I guess going back to the dating thing, does that mean Spokio has dating profiles as well, uh, publicly available? Yeah, publicly available uh, dating profiles, and then uh, it's trying to gather multiple sources so you know who they're dealing with. You know whether they're saying who they say they are. Yeah. Right, I guess, yeah, in, in, a, in this current, you know, atmosphere where, you know, it is kind of dangerous to meet strangers, uh, you know, swiping through photos. So I guess, yeah, Spokio provides a very comprehensive service to protect people. What are the current Spokio product offerings that are uh, most exciting for you? The ones that's most exciting usually for me at the top of my mind are the ones that's most recent. So most recently, we actually launched a new address search tool that uh, help uh, real estate professionals and uh, searchers, right, uh, find the most recent property owners and residents. You know, um, companies don't sell themselves, people do, right? So. Yeah. No, I mean houses, right? Houses don't sell themselves. It's actually people who do sell houses. Uh -huh. So I think uh, this particular tool is a great tool for real estate professionals because uh, they can find the decision makers and the people, right, who is potentially going to sell their house so they can basically get first in line to represent these pr prospective sellers, right, to, uh, to basically uh, sell their houses. Yeah. So, yeah, so that, so that means real estate agents can utilize Spokio services to find... Um, the you know person that was placed a bid, and then can the the people that are also l looking for houses can they can also address search that um, through Spokio's original regular service to identify where it is. Um, I guess like um, well, yeah, what are, what are some functions that like if uh, let's say a, a new resident is looking for a, a home, are they able to find specific details about the neighborhood per se through using Spokio? Yes, yes, of course. I think the prospective uh, buyers, right, they can yeah. use Spokio to find the neighborhood and making sure that neighborhood is safe, right? Are right. there uh, sex offenders and criminals nearby, right? Okay. Are, is the house, like, really uh, in a good shape, right? So those kind of information is also available on Spokio. So the prospective buyers can actually use Spokio as a, as a research tool as well. Okay, yeah. Sometimes I think, like, Apartments.com doesn't really cut it sometimes, you know, like Trulia, those websites. Yeah, and uh, I think yeah. I will add, add that, uh, you know, real estate sites, there are many, many different real estate sites. Yeah. But uh, all they have is the real estate information. As I right. mentioned earlier, you know, houses or apartments don't sell themselves. It's the people who do, right? So right. to make a more informed decision, you need to know, right, who, is, who are the decision makers. And that's what Spokio adds on yeah. top of these real estate sites. Right. So finding, like, the, the broker or, like, the real estate agent. And, mm -hmm. yeah, that's, that's good. Yeah, I guess in your mind, uh, in your memory, uh, mm -hmm. what is the most memorable use case for, of Spokio service? So the ones that the most memorable are the ones that actually brings out emotional catharsis uh, among the users. And uh, so one that jumps to mind are um, adoptees uh, find f using Spokio, right, to, to find their biological parents, basically family reunions. And, uh, you know, even though I'm not adoptee, but, uh, but putting myself in their shoes, right, um, I think knowing the truth and knowing uh, who my real parents are for the very first time, that's definitely a very emotional moment. So, so I think this kind of use case is actually uh, stuck to my mind the most because uh, the kind of emotions, right, the kind of emotional catharsis that, uh, that uh, uh, 
the people kind of ad- adoptees kind of display and I, their parents too display. I think uh, is the kind of imprints in my mind. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I guess going forward, um, what I mean, now we have real estate uh, as part of Spokio's new venture. Um, what are some other? Uh, what are what are Spokio's other hurdles in the future that are coming up that you that you foresee? So I think the big hurdle for Spokio, also the big opportunity, right, mm-hmm. for Spokio and the data industry in general is the data privacy, right? Kind of how do you um, basically navigate through the different privacy issues, right? And privacy is defined as the selected control of access to oneself or one's group, right? So, so how do you actually navigate different uh, privacy issues? How do you actually empower uh, the data subject, the user, the control over their data access. I think that's a very hard problem to solve. But at the same time, as we know, every problem is a new opportunity to grow. To grow right? So right. I think this is uh, the, one of the biggest opportunities that Spokio can leapfrog the competitions is to tackle these issues. Yeah, would you say the recent, I guess, collapse of cryptocurrency and like this conversation about how Web3 is impossible to achieve, <laughs> what, what do you say to those critics? I think uh, every technology has a hype cycle, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm old enough to kind of uh, see through multiple of these hype cycles. I think the most prominent one is the internet dot-com crash, right, in the uh, early 2000s, uh, 2001. So yeah. I think the... The Web3, right, the cryptocurrency, um, it's just going through a hype cycle. You know, I think it is true that some of the cryptocurrencies are kind of like Ponzi schemes. And I, I do see that as well. But I think the spirit of Web3 around decentralization and self-sovereignty of digital assets, I think that will continue to move forward. Okay, yeah. Yeah, because I think, I think the idea of Web3 is... Um definitely a really interesting one i think for my generation and younger people are constantly trying to create and find community online and that kind of like collective identity and owning that owning your data and like you know rejecting cookies here and there things like that like or i think are of increasing importance where is spokio looking to expand so in the immediate immediate future uh we are looking to expand into more b2b use cases okay. uh, business to business use cases whether it's the e-commerce fraud uh, mitigation, uh, you know, or real estate. You know, these are the spaces that we're looking to expand. And then beyond the B2B use cases, we're also going to invest into uh, self-sovereign identity and Web3 ID. So as I mentioned, you know, one of the biggest hurdles and opportunities for the entire industry is uh, data privacy and self-sovereign ownership of digital identity. And so... I just want to make sure that Spokio is ahead of the game and actually pioneer and lead that revolution. Yeah, yeah and I guess is have has Spokio made progress in that direction, or, or is Spokio, um, in, in your mind, is Spokio going to be the front runner in this conversation? So we pioneered the one-click opt-out, one-step opt-out, uh, mm-hmm. more than a decade ago. So we actually were ahead of CCPA by. Uh, six or eight years uh, and ahead of the industry for a long time. So I definitely think we will be ahead. And uh, we are kind of working on uh, these kind of uh, self-sovereign identity projects. Uh, We're going to start tackling authentication and authorization uh, use cases. Those are technical terms, but uh, those are kind of the building blocks on top of uh, 
enabling self-sovereign identity. So uh, we are actually uh, working toward the, those uh, visions. Yeah. yeah, sounds good. Thanks for tuning in. Make sure to subscribe. For more content, follow me at Tang Talks on TikTok. That's T-A-N-G underscore T-O-K-S. Also follow Spokio, S-P-O-K-E-O, on all platforms. See you next time.